You're listening to episode 123 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where you will be immersed in the reality of a cruise vacation to Alaska and learn how that compared to my actual expectations so that you can plan your best cruise. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Are you struggling with finding the time to make or buy healthy meals for yourself and your family? Trust me, I get it. I am swamped with running back and forth across town during the day, going client to client and not having a second to myself until I get home at night. And honestly, by the time I get home, I do not want to plan a meal or go out to the store for ingredients and then come home and make dinner for myself and my husband. This is why I order healthy organic meals from Caspiana Catering every week. So each week, Jessica Commages and her team put together a beautiful menu of super nutrition meals that include things like vegan entrees, seafood entrees, rainbow veggie spiral salads, protein breakfast porridge, nourishing glow bowls, and then my favorite, the super seed chocolate almond butter raw bar. I know, it sounds amazing, it is. (laughs) These meals are packed with organic foods and micronutrients that will fuel your day, but without the guilt, I promise. Now, if you're interested in saving some time and boosting your health, then head on over to caspianacatering.com and use the code DANNY15, D-A-N-Y-E-1-5, to save 15% on your first order. Side note, these meals are only available in Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana, and you must get your orders in by Saturday for Monday pickup or delivery. I can't wait to see what you get, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the show. If you're new here, hi, my name is Danny Phillips and I am your host. I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. Before we cruise into today's topic, I want to take a moment to express my gratitude to those of you who listened to the last episode that was all dedicated to my dad who recently passed away mid-June. It was a tough episode and I... I don't know if I could go back and listen to it without, you know, crying and laughing a lot. So I know that it was probably hard for a lot of you to listen to it. And I just really, really appreciate you all. Your comments and your thoughts and your prayers and your emails and your Facebook messages. They were they were so heartwarming. And and I, I teared up when I read a lot of them. And I laughed when I read a lot of them. And so I just appreciate that y'all took the time not only to listen to that episode and reflect on my dad as a person 
and as a family man and um and you sent those thoughts to me so thank you um yeah i just i hope that those words reminded you of the small things in life that might remind you of the people that you love um and just those daily little things whether it's a goofy cartoon or a conversation over a hole in the wall cup of coffee so just thank you guys now, if you're planning a cruise or you already have one booked to the Alaskan area, then this episode is definitely for you. There are some unique experiences in Alaska, and I don't want you to miss out on any of them. About a year and a half ago, my mom started planning a family vacation and cruise to Alaska. Yes, <laughs> that far in advance, I'm not kidding. We were so excited because this was really the first family vacation we had planned in years, and with my dad having just retired from almost 40 years at Chevron, he was actually going to be really relaxed and genuinely looking forward to this getaway with the scenery um, and the lack of technology and the lack of to-dos, so he was, he was really good at doing nothing. I kind of envy him in that way. Doing nothing is something I have to work on, and full disclosure, <laughs> I have a note section in my phone that is dedicated to the ideas of how to do nothing when I know I need a break from working. If you, <laughs> if you struggle with this, let me know so that I know I'm not the only one. Um, let's see, As so my mom is like this incredible planner. Let's be real, I didn't have a ton to do with the planning process of this cruise, but I did give some input on excursions and I helped look up some restaurants. This actually, it worked to my benefit with this episode because while I was there, I was able to come up with a fun list of expectations that I had before going on this cruise and then I determined whether the reality was on point with the expectation or not. I also received input on my notes here from my mom and my sister Heather and our family friend Kathy. So a quick overview of our cruise and vacation. We were out of town for about three weeks. We spent about two days in Vancouver, Canada prior to the start of the cruise. One week on the Royal Princess Cruise Line, one week on the Princess Land Excursions, and two days in Anchorage prior to flying back home to Louisiana. So I've got 10 expectations I'm gonna go over with you today and just share with you expectation versus reality. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts, especially if you're planning one and this helps you or if you've already been on one and maybe you have other expectations and realities or um, you experience the same ones. Would love to hear from you and I will share with you how to do that at the end of the show. In comes Django. <laughs> okay, don't, don't you snark at me. I don't even know what that was. Pfft. Yeah, you sit over there. Okay, expectation one. All-inclusive vacation with the Princess Cruise Line and excursion. So, had this expectation, everything was included. Because, for the most part, it is. The reality is that while just about everything on the actual cruise portion was included, the alcoholic beverages and specialty coffees were not included. Excursions were not included, which was expected as well. But what was not expected was the amount of tipping that is encouraged and expected with all of your excursion tour guides and bus drivers. And let me tell you, with the amount of space that you cover on the road in Alaska, that's a lot. We probably easily needed about 200 to 250 for tipping purposes. And I would say per like 
two to four people. I mean, we kind of tipped based on like couples and like if the six of us were just kind of walking around the whole time, then then we tipped as a family. But I mean, you'll have to work that out for yourself. But a lot of times it's maybe a dollar or two for a five or 10 minute speaker. Um, but then you have like a five to hour tour through Denali National Park or a seven hour bus ride from one princess lodge to another. And your tour guide definitely does their best to keep you entertained and learning throughout your trip. So I mean, there are times where we tip 10 or 20 bucks. So I mean, it, just food for thought. Know that you're probably going to need to tip, and while it's not mandatory, you might feel like you you want to. <laughs> so just include that in your budgeting. Expectation number two was that I would not be so drained from travel while on vacation. The reality is Alaska is huge, and you definitely go back in time, so it's just not feasible to get to many places in Alaska quickly without taking a very long bus ride and during the land portion of our trip we stayed in five different princess lodges over the course of seven days so it's a fun adventure if you are ready for it and you have all the details planned out but taking a seven hour train or bus to one location arriving in time for dinner going to sleep and then having your bags outside of your room by 7 a.m the next day to take another five hour bus ride to your next location is draining. So there were a few days where it felt kind of rushed compared to being on the cruise where you're in the same room in the same bed for seven days. It kind of leaves you wanting a little bit more from some of those locations or feeling like there's just not much that that particular location has to offer. So it is what it is. Expectation number three. I expected the sky to get dark at night and be light during the day. This is definitely my own fault. I just did not do enough research. But in Alaska during the summer, it's light until about 1.30 a.m. And then it's dark for a couple hours. And then it's light again long before I wake up. For people like my husband, this does not affect him in the least. He could sleep in broad daylight, no problem. But I am very light sensitive, so this was an issue for me. And the hotels did not seem to have great blackout curtains. And... I don't know. I feel like hotels in Alaska, you should probably have really great blackout curtains. That's just me, though. Anyway, I'm pretty steadily a 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. sleeper, and even with a sleep mask, it was difficult to fall asleep. So definitely prepared to have your sleep mask and, you know, any other means that you need to 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 make sure that you are not affected by that light sensitivity if you're going to Alaska in the summer. Expectation four, I expected the internet would be a hit and miss, <laughs> and the reality was internet was a hit and miss. We did not pay for the internet package on the cruise intentionally, and the hotels, they all had Wi-Fi, but it was not the best connection. We did have some random Wi-Fi hit or miss on the bus rides, but you never can tell, so I would say if you needed to keep up with business while in Alaska, you should definitely get the Wi-Fi package and do a little research to plan out which time blocks you will have on land to get your work done. Two people in our party did have the Wi-Fi package and it seemed like it came in handy for them if they needed to do some work or get in touch with people back home. So if you do need to make sure that you stay in touch with people, get the Wi-Fi package. It really, it's not... It's not a crazy deal. I want to say it was like 10 bucks a day. Number five, 
I had the expectation that workout equipment on the cruise and the land portion would be really fabulous and high-end, mainly because I had heard that cruise lines have really upped their game with their workout equipment. The reality, the workout room on the cruise was absolutely fabulous, but the workout rooms on the land portion were a hit or miss um, as in about half of the hotels had workout facilities, only one was a decent gym with a, more than a couple of treadmills and dumbbells. So I would consider bringing maybe some bands or, you know, something really light that you can use to get in some hotel room workouts or jogs. Um, there are tons of hiking trails and jogging paths. I'm just not much of a cardio bunny at this point in time. So... If that's your method of preferred exercise, you'd be good to go. But if you want to lift weights and be in a gym, the land portion was really lacking there. But man, there is nothing like being on the treadmill and being on a cruise and watching glaciers go by. Like that was probably the highlight of the cruise for me. That was oh, so much fun. I loved being in that workout room and just being able to get up from a set and watch the glaciers and the mountains cruising by. Very, very cool. Highly recommend. <laughs> okay. Expectation number six was that I would be on a caffeine cleanse while on this vacation. Oh, reality is that Alaska and the Princess Cruise Line and the Land Tours are not hurting for any lack of caffeine. <laughs> there was an abundance of espresso shops and places to find caffeine no matter where we were in Alaska. And the fun thing that I noticed on the land portion was there are lots of drive through coffee huts and shacks and they all had great coffee. Every Princess Lodge sold Starbucks coffee and espresso and tea in their gift shop or at their breakfast bar. If you didn't have a rental car, then you probably weren't making it to a little coffee hut, but I definitely did not have the caffeine cleanse that I thought I would. I don't think I drank as much caffeine as I did on a regular day at home, but I still had one or two coffees a day, um, plus my, my ketones. So I had plenty of caffeine, no caffeine cleanse, and that's okay too. <laughs> Expectation number seven. I thought I might have a difficult time staying hydrated and I wouldn't find a place to fill up my shaker bottle with free water. And the reality here was that the cruise ship and the Princess Lodges had multiple filtered water bottle fill-up stations or vending machines with ice and water. I had no problem asking our waiters or waitresses to fill up my shakers with ice water during meals as well. So very fortunately, had no issues filling up my shaker bottles with water. And even, okay, I forgot about this, even on the bus, our bus driver, the one, our, like our main bus driver, brought cases of water for us, actually two of them. When we were doing our Denali excursion, they had metal cans of water for us, which was cool. And then on our main bus tour, there, we had one bus driver that stayed with us for about four days. And he had a case of water just about every day to make sure that we all stayed hydrated. So that was really, really great. Moving on, expectation number eight was that the food would be fabulous, but probably unhealthy and oversalted. The reality here is that most of the food was fantastic and I was actually surprised at how consistently the food was not oversalted. 
I, I was really shocked at this. That was one of the first things I noticed on the cruise. I was like, my food is not overly salted. Not that it didn't have flavor, not that it wasn't good, but maybe it's because food in Louisiana or the South is generally consistently oversalted. I was really pleasantly surprised and happy health-wise that I didn't feel like I was eating a ton of processed, overly salted food while I was out of town. And that may be due to my food choices as well, but I can only speak from my experience. So I had a good experience on that end, whether we were eating out at a restaurant or on the cruise. Expectation nine. I expected stellar service on the Princess Cruise and in the Princess Lodges. And the reality was, for the most part, I would say we hit that. Princess Cruise Line totally delivered on their stellar service. I don't I don't feel like the Princess Lodges did to the same level. We just felt like there was inconsistency in the quality between the different Princess Lodges and the restaurants and the service in the room and amenities. A quick example, and this is just one. So we arrived at one of the lodges. The general manager greets us, lets us know we can pop over to the main restaurant um, just without any problem, no reservations necessary they're available though. So we pop over to the restaurant because we're hungry and we can't go anywhere. <laughs> this is the only option we have. And the restaurant is almost empty and the restaurant manager will not sit us because we don't have a reservation. We're dumbfounded. So we make a reservation for the next night and we go into the bar area to order food from the same kitchen without having to wait or make a reservation. So again, totally fine. Like we made it work, but it was just weird. The next night, we're seated by that same restaurant manager at that lodge, and my mom and I uh, ordered the same thing, and we were both unhappy with the quality of it, so we asked for a soup instead of what we ordered. It was like beef tips or something. It just came out with a lot of uh, gristly fat on it. It just wasn't pleasant. And so we asked for the soup, which both the restaurant manager and our server had told us like a few minutes before that that it was some sort of a Thai chicken soup. It was their soup of the day. And I was like, great, I like chicken. That's that's fine. Just bring me the cup of soup. It can't get messed up, right? So a few minutes later, the manager brings it out and, and very clearly says, here is your seafood chicken soup. I had like no words, y'all. <laughs> it was a cup of seafood bisque from the night before. And I do not eat seafood. I'm not allergic, but but what if I was? Like, <laughs> what if I was? I mean, both the manager and our, our server had been very clear that it was chicken soup and they did not mention seafood the first two times they told us about it. So to then bring me a cup of soup and very blatantly tell me that there's seafood in it, I was not happy. So anyway, I switched. I also, I also don't like confrontation. I switched with my sister because she had the seafood bisque the night before. She liked it. That was fine. I ate her salad. Thankfully, we were not charged for our initial meal, and this restaurant had a fabulous chocolate dessert to redeem themselves a little bit. I mean, it was so good. We had, actually, they had two really good chocolate desserts, and we split them between the table, so that was, that was good, but that was just one of the, the little things. For the most part, I mean, we had a lot of positive, high-quality experiences, but I don't know. I, I would prefer the cruise when it came to ranking on the service versus the lodges. Okay, moving on to expectation number 10, and make sure you stick around because I've got a few bonus tips. 
Expectation number 10, um, with only two excursions planned in three weeks, I expected to be a little bored with nothing to do. And the reality here is that there was never a dull moment unless we wanted there to be a dull moment. The crews had activities going on in multiple, multiple locations on the ship all day, every day, whether we were at sea or docked in a port. And when we were at sea, the scenario and the the view from the balcony was incredible, whether we were on my mom's like room balcony or just up on the cruise deck. I mean, just insane. The pictures don't do it justice. If you've been watching Facebook, I've been sharing a lot of those and they're just, they're, you can't even compare them to the real thing. The tour guides were so talented and with the amount of information they shared with us, uh, there truly were very few quiet moments unless we took ourselves out of the activity, put headphones on, went into our rooms and decided to binge on, you know, uh, not Netflix, whatever they had going on. There were lots of movie options in the room. And just because of our circumstances and, you know, living out of town right after a family member passes away, there were a lot of days where I wanted to do nothing. And so it was great to have that option to just simply sit in the room, sit in the room and watch TV or or go sit in one of the coffee shops on the ship and just do nothing. That was, you know, I loved having that option, but it is insane how many activities are available. So that is number 10 expectation versus reality. I hope y'all found that fun. I found it fun to go through and kind of talk about the experiences with everyone. Um, A few bonus tips here. Y'all, Danny brought a purse to Alaska. Why? Why did Danny bring a purse to Alaska? I don't know. Bring a backpack (laughs) instead of a purse for excursions. I was switching it from one shoulder to the other. It was just a pain. Like, bring a backpack. I don't know. It was on... Mom, I know. You put the backpack on the packing list. I don't know why I didn't bring a backpack. Now I know. (laughs) Number two, um, enjoy the flowers in Alaska during the summer. I did not expect that, like, flowers were a big thing. They're everywhere. They're beautiful. Everybody in Alaska seems to take really good care of their flowers because maybe they only get them for a couple months and then it's back to snow. I, I don't know. But they were awesome. So enjoy those flowers. And then the third one, this hopefully doesn't affect you, but be cautious of the air quality due to forest fires. I would I would bring some standard medicines, maybe like Dayquil, NyQuil, melatonin. Um, I had ashwagandha with me, just some things to like keep your normal health check regimen, you know, your your normal health regimen in check. Um, I I was okay. I could definitely smell the smokiness, but my mom and Kathy, they did catch some kind of respiratory um, gunk going on. So I know that was uncomfortable for them. So just be aware there are a lot of forest fires going on in Alaska right now. And according to the park rangers, if it's not, if the fires are not encroaching upon people, they just let nature take its course. So they let a lot of those forest fires just do their thing because that's nature and as long as it's not affecting people i mean nature can do its thing so that was just really interesting it did affect a lot of the views so it was really difficult to see denali because it was so foggy and so smoky but i mean don't get me wrong the views were incredible but we just kept hearing 
oh, it doesn't usually look like this. You can usually see a lot more. So I guess we don't know what we didn't see, but we apparently could have seen a lot more. So eh, I don't know. <laughs> Overall, y'all, I expected a vacation where I was going to get away from reality and spend time with my family. And that's exactly what we did. I'm just so grateful that we had this opportunity to spend together and simply be without expectations. And, and I would definitely go again, even if we tweaked the itinerary a bit. So I hope this has given you all some ideas of what to expect on an Alaskan cruise during the summer. If you have been on an Alaskan cruise, please share your expectations versus reality with us. What did you learn? And if you haven't, then let us know how these tips can have are helping you to plan your trip. So I invite you to head over to anchor.fm slash fitness empowerment. Yes, the link will be below and you can click leave voice memo and just share your experience with us. Or you can email me at danny, D-A-N-Y-E at the And that will be in the show notes as well. Now I want to let you know, I still have some more you know, notes and information on the cruise for you. So within the next couple of episodes, I plan to share with you how to maintain your health and fitness while on a cruise to Alaska. So if you're interested in that, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and that way you won't miss out on the next few episodes. I also have another financial fitness episode coming up. If you've been listening to previous episodes, then you do know that I have been really focused on paying off about $10,000 in credit card debt this year. And I've made a lot of progress and at the same time, I haven't. So it's it's interesting. I'm still on track, I feel, to get this all paid off by the end of the year. So I'm excited to share with you the strategies that I'm continuing to use and what's working, what's not, and just how I'm moving forward. So if you are worried about your own debt and paying it off and you need some strategies, then make sure you again subscribe here so that you don't miss out on those episodes. That is all for today. I love you. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. The energy to create this episode of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast was provided by Prove It Ketones, which are a naturally fermented exogenous ketone that gives me a crazy amount of laser focus and mental clarity. Exogenous ketones are basically an energy source that you can only tap into from a nutritional standpoint if you are utilizing the ketogenic diet, which can be difficult to adhere to. However, with Prove-It's nutritionally advanced technology, you can mix these ketone salts into your water, shake it up, and enjoy the many benefits of your body being in ketosis for approximately three to six hours at a time. If you're skeptical or your curiosity is piqued, then good. I invite you to head over to danny.proveitnow.com slash keto 101 to learn more about ketones and how they may be able to enhance your life. Again, that's danny, D-A-N-Y-E dot proveitnow, P-R-U-V-I-T-N-O-W dot com slash keto, K-E-T-O 101. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message 
This podcast is available on Anchor, which shares to Pocket Cast and Google Play, as well as on SoundCloud. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength. Don't you see?